Welcome everyone. This is the Avon Town Council meeting for Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. This is both hybrid and in person. And at this point, I would like to call the meeting to order. And Miguel, could we take a roll call? I will make note that RJ will be joining us um, as soon as his business permits. So noted, Madam Mayor Chico Thuan. Here. Rich Carroll. Here. Tamara Underwood. Here. Lindsay Hardy. Here. Ruth Stanley. Present. And Amy Phillips. Here. <clears throat> Our next item is the approval of the agenda. Do any council members have any changes to request? I move to approve the agenda as written. Second. I've got a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? That passes with the six members present. Um, the next item is a disclosure of any conflicts of interest or potential conflicts of interest related to agenda items. Does anyone have anything to disclose or discuss? Okay, seeing none, our next item is public comment. <clears throat> this is a time for the public to come and give us their comments. We do ask any public comments to be limited to three minutes. After the three minutes, if you need an additional minute, the council may approve that. Um, also, if anyone is on Zoom and would like to make public comments, they may do that by raising their hand or pressing star nine to um, let us know that they'd like to make comments. We do also take public comments um, during most of the business items. So if you have something you'd like to say with regard to one of our business items, um, you can certainly hold those thoughts until we get to that items. With that said, is there anyone in the room who would like to come and make public comments? Please do state your name, spell your last name, as well as your general neighborhood of where you reside. Tim, uh, Tim can you, yep, Button. put the, there, you, yeah, there, there you go, thank you. Uh, Tim McMahon, M-C-M-A-H-O-N, uh, Sunridge. <sighs> okay, first, thanks for allowing me to speak tonight. I would like to apologize for my vulgar language last meeting. I am very passionate about these issues and started my life as a sailor and moved on to bars, restaurants, and construction. We tend to use a lot of four-letter words. Second, what's up with the Hoffman parking situation? Went over there today and there was numerous of the signs missing. Um, Southside of Benchmark has 79 parking spots, but only one sign that has the fee rate on it and three pay fast signs. Um, those are if you miss the two signs when you come in. Uh, the south side of the whole lot, there's 24 spots. There's not a single sign there. Um, also, the nine spots by Copy Copy, 43 spots by Doctors on Call, 16 spots by Looking Good Salon, and 39 spots by Pazos. Those each segments only have one fine rate sign. Uh, none of those are still in Spanish. Um, also, has the town looked anything into the sign ordinance violations, if there is any? Um, does Five Star PRS have a business license in Avon, and is that something that the town could revoke? Third, as of 4.16 p.m., the last town council meeting minutes online were from November 14th. Um, the last meeting it was said it was going to get done the next day. Um, I know you guys say that the video is the official record, but that video is controlled by High Five Media, which is a nonprofit separate entity um, from the town. So a couple questions about that. What happens to public record of these meetings if something happens to them? 
Um, is there still a way that the public could access to these to the town site if High Five site went down? Um, fourth, still didn't see anything on the agenda about the flying of any other flags for tonight. Is that something happening soon? It seems like a lot of our community members are very interested in it, but it still hasn't been brought up. And let's see, fifth, I would like to ask the town to follow the suit or the state of the suit, the state, and stop charging sales tax on diapers and feminine hygiene products. Um, as of 123, like January 23, the state stopped charging the 2.9% sales tax. Um, in that, it asked towns and municipalities to follow suit. We still charge 4%. The other 2% from Eagle County, Ecotransit, and EBTA. Um, and that affects a lot of people in the valley, primarily women, unfortunately. Um, so please consider following suit and stop charging sales tax on diapers and feminine hunt projects. Uh, lastly, in good news, there is now a suicide hotline phone on the Green Bridge Redcliffe. So you go out there, you're not feeling good, you pick up a phone, connects you to a council right away. So please let me speak. Thank you very much. Are there any other members of the public that would like to address the council? Hi, thank you. My name's Merritt Zoll. Nice to see you, Z-O-L-L. Um, I just had a quick uh, remarks following uh, Tim's request regarding the sales tax on uh, diapers, incontinent supplies, and feminine products. Um, and the first thing I just wanted to um, open with is something that I heard on a business trip with my dad when I was really, really young. Um, there were some people that were making some industry speeches and this guy opened his remarks with, he was a very cautious man who never romped or played. He never drank, he never smoked, nor even kissed a maid. And when he up and passed away, insurance was denied. For since he hadn't ever lived, they claimed he never died. Um, and that stuck with me at 12 years old. Uh, that same year, I got my period and then spent the next 40 years paying for not only not having these items never covered by insurance, but also paying unnecessary tax on them every place that I've lived. Um, <clears throat> I, in college, I was also part of a women's group. So this was 91, 92, um, and we were talking about this then, the tampon tax back then. So it is, as much as I appreciate this time, it's really hard to articulate how infuriating it is to have thought about those 30 years of no movement on this at all, um, except for up till now, uh, 2022, the state of Colorado has done something about this. I'd really love to see Avon set a great example for the rest of Colorado and hopefully the county will follow suit and we can take these um, unnecessary costs literally mostly off of women. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Is Oh, we have one more. Come on up. Uh, Brian Davis, uh, owner of Pier 13 Liquor in uh, Eagle Vale. Uh, Going to talk about the, uh, the Eagle Vale annexation again. Um, uh, one thing I want to direct towards Eric uh, was that during the, uh, the Village of Avon uh, construction and the uh, uh, Walmart being built, was there a, a, could you research if there was a deferment of sales tax um, when that was being done. Somebody told me uh, that there was a deferment of sales tax until they got their bonds 
paid off. And so if there was precedence in deferring sales taxes, that's something that we could look at until we have occupancy in those new buildings. Thank you for that. It looks like Eric would like to. Uh, I'll, I'll wait till all the public comments. Till all the public Thanks. comments. So we will. Um, we will, as we often do. Come on, come on up. Um, we will put some thoughts together at the end of public comment, as well as later on in our agenda. We um, often will talk about these topics again. Go ahead. Thank you. Hey there, Kelly Drescher, D-R-E-S-C-H-E-R, -E -E and I'm a Wild Ridge resident, and uh, I just wanted to speak quickly on the new Wild Ridge bus loop uh, from the parks up there to Beaver Creek. Um, in theory, this is an amazing bus system, and I don't want to see it go away. In reality, my husband and I, who ski every weekend and a lot at Beaver Creek, don't actually use it because of the schedule. Um, we don't ever get to ski like 10 to two, which is the shortest amount of time there is on the bus schedule. Usually it's us going up in the morning and splitting and somebody else going up in the afternoon or doing errands in the morning and going up in the afternoon. So I'd love to see like a midday bus or maybe schedule them, you know, every two hours apart and potentially a bus to get up there. Um, in for first chair or something close to that. So I think the schedule might need a little revision because I would love, love, love to use that bus, but the schedule, I don't know that we ever will. And we've had friends come and visit and we've told them about the bus and same thing, they look at the schedule and it just doesn't really work with the times. So I think maybe consideration of a revision to the schedule would be wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much for your comments. Are there any other public comments at this time? Um, Eric, it looked like you wanted to maybe give some feedback. Oh, is there anything on Zoom or hi? Okay. Eric, did you want to address any or any of the items that were brought up? <clears throat> yeah, so with the first speaker, that was a long list, and I'm looking to Miguel and Inica that if they've got that, what I'm going to suggest is uh, we can come back with answers to those as a written report for the next council meeting. Um, <clears throat> okay, because I do believe that Miguel did post the minutes. The, the, yeah, for Tim's benefit, uh, we were missing four minutes from when I was out uh, sick on a surgery. They were posted about an hour ago after Amy signed the last four. Uh, and High Five Records is always the official record, but the ones I type up are now there, so you can refer to them. Um, excuse me, we can't, we're Tim, not allowed to have conversations. No back and forth, but we'll, we'll, yeah. we're happy to have dialogue separately. Okay, so the, the, we'll, we'll review the list of those questions and we'll put together a written report for the next council meeting on that. Um, with regard to, I believe it was Brian's comment, uh, <clears throat> We will research it. My recollection, and this predates me, is that there was a deal that <clears throat> in order to support the new Walmart being built, the old Walmart had to be shut down in the town because of the tax arrangements lost the tax revenue of that. And there was an arrangement where that was backfilled by Trier Creek. And so I think it's a little different than what you're asking for, but we'll, we'll research that and get you the accurate information. That's all. Thank you. Um Thank you very much, um, and definitely we will take some of the other comments and, and uh, with regard to Merritt's comments about the sales tax, uh, we definitely will make sure that we look into that because, yes, furious is an appropriate word. 
Oh yeah, and definitely um, I saw Eva taking notes with regard to the um, Wild Ridge bus schedule. We're so happy some people are taking it and if we can get more taking it, that would be even better. So with that, we will go on to our business items. Um, our first couple of items are from our police department. These are some of my favorite things to do every year, so we're happy to see you all. And please go ahead. Good evening, Madam Mayor, members of Avon Town Council. Thank you for your time this evening. Uh, we're going to start off with a uh, swearing-in ceremony um, for Detective Sergeant Herrera, Sergeant Gaspard, uh, Detective Reno, and Officer Carlton. Uh, Madam Mayor, you're going to make some comments on the background, but it is a pretty momentous occasion on the basis that we have uh, our first female sergeant at Avon PD, our first female detective at Avon PD, uh, first Latino Detective Sergeant, who's a Spanish speaker and an immigrant like myself. And uh, we have a man of God, former pastor, uh, Officer Carlton. So if all of you could come up here, please, front and center. I'll hand it up to you for some of the comments, sir. So as I said, um, really this is one of my favorite parts of this, um, of, of our organization, and that is uh, recognizing and promoting all of our fantastic officers. Um, we get to recognize and celebrate significant accomplishes, accomplishments, and we are going to officially swear in Detective Sergeant Ball Herrera, Sergeant Colleen Gaspard, Detective Teresa Reno, and Officer Michael Carlton as the Avon Police Depart Department's newest Detective Sergeant, Patrol Sergeant, Detective, and Police Officer. So De Detective Sergeant Balmore, Ball Herrera is a U.S. Marine Corps veteran. He has served as a police officer for nearly 12 years. He was promoted to Patrol Sergeant in 2021. As an immigrant from Honduras, he is a native Spanish speaker and is culturally sensitive to the Latino culture. Sergeant Colleen Gaspard is a U.S. Army veteran and has served for, as a police officer for over 12 years. Sergeant Gaspard is the first female sergeant in over 40-year history of the Avon Police Department. And yes, it is about time. Thank you. Um, direct, Detective Teresa Reno worked as detentions de deputy for 10 years, four of which as a sergeant. She has worked as a police officer for nearly three years. She holds a master's degree in public administration. Detective Reno is the first female detective at the Avon Police de Department. Also, it's about time. <laughs> And then Officer Michael Carlton was a youth and missions pastor for over eight years with the Mountain Life Cal Calvary Chapel and was the Avon Police Department's chaplain for seven years. Officer Carlton graduated from the Police Academy in December of 2023 and is currently in the Avon Police Department field training program. Uh, family members, if I could have all of you come up for the pinning ceremony. And Miguel, will you also please join us?
If everybody in the room could stand, please. Officers, would you please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I state your name. Do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the State of Colorado and the Charter and Ordinances of the Town of Avon and faithfully perform the duties of State your rank for the town of Avon. Thank you. Congratulations. Try not to draw blood. I'd like to get the council to come down in front of the dais along with the officers and family members so we can take one large group photo. Squeeze in. You have to go in front. Some, some people have to go in front. Some people have to go in front. Oh, yeah. Or up there, that could, well, that works. There you go. Yeah. Are we looking good? Almost. Okay. I'll put the microphone down. five-minute recess so that families can take photos and then we will reconvene our meeting at 5:25. okay we are calling back into order the Avon Town Council um, chief I believe you're up with item number 5.2 the community partnership award awards for shop with a cop thank you madam mayor um, again uh, this is a, a delightful sort of opportunity for the Avon Police Department and the town of Avon to recognize uh, community members that take that sort of significant extra step in relation to supporting other people in their community. So in that regard, uh, we are celebrating our Shop with a Cup event uh, and the people that uh, made that happen this year and well, in 2023. So um, we had 21, uh, sorry, 29 students that were effectively picked by principal 
Dana Harrison and her staff. Um, I did have uh, a, an interesting conversation with Principal Harrison over the sort of categories of why some of those uh, students were picked. And some of them have gone through sort of uh, pretty traumatic events in their lives. So that's one of the reasons why they were picked amongst other reasons. So that is a sort of a, an internal discussion that they do. Um, Sergeant Gaspard, who used to be our school resource officer, uh, you know, has worked, uh, you know, in a very strong partnership with Principal Harrison and the staff at the school. And uh, it culminated into us uh, having the event in December. We coordinate the event on the same night as Eagle County Sheriff's Office and Vail PD. Uh, we used to do an event uh, with Vail PD, but we decided it made a little bit more sense for Avon students to go to Walmart. And then uh, we were very lucky to have the Western Riverfront uh, supply the room over the Western, rather than going up to a hotel in Vail and sort of got a little confusing in that regard. So we uh, thanked the Western Riverfront for that. Um, Jim Schoen uh, from Avon Transit Mobility Department, uh, generally every year, and this year he drove again, one of our Avon Transit buses. We picked up the kids at the elementary school, drove them to Walmart. And then each, uh, we have two kids assigned to e uh, an officer. Uh, we had Karen Spady uh, from HR this year helping out, and also Engine 11, Engine 7, who's based in Avon, were tied up on a call. So Engine 11 came down from Beaver Creek, and they were delighted to come down and, and assist. They thanked us for including them. Sergeant Gaspard uh, raised uh, over $11,000 in cash donations uh, to make this happen. Uh, so. Uh, obviously, we're very prudent with Avon taxpayer money. Uh, we use some of that, but also we get these amazing contributors who contribute to this event every year. Um, so we give uh, each of the kids $150 to buy presents. It's sort of cute that we have to remind the kids to buy something for themselves because they usually have a list of family members and friends that they do that. And then we're able to give them a $150 gift card to the family uh, to celebrate, you know, uh, season, uh, holidays, dinner, Christmas, whatever you personally celebrate. So, um, so with that uh, effect, we had invited all of these recipients tonight. Unfortunately, a lot of them couldn't make it for their own various personal reasons. Uh, but I'm obviously going to make mention of them. So we're going to start with uh, uh, Keely, Brian, and Kyle Mingham. Uh, they are residents in... Um, oh, they're here. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Great. Oh, <laughs> Excellent. Sorry. We, uh, didn't realize you were Great. Thanks very much. Um, so uh, Kyle and his parents have been uh, tremendous supporters over the last two years in relation to that. I hope they don't mind me mentioning, but they contributed over $18,000 in the last two years to this event. So it, you know, based on their uh, family contribution, made this event what it is. So we really appreciate it. Uh, Kyle is here. Um, your parents are not. Um, but uh, we also are, we have ordered a plaque in celebration of sort of the unique contributions that they've made. And that plaque will be in the next day or two and we'll get with Kyle and present it. So we want to really appreciate Kyle and his family for that. Uh, Uh, I don't think there's anybody from Holy Cross Energy here, so we're just going to mention they uh, made a financial contribution. Uh, we have uh, the Riverfront, Western Riverfront Resort and Spa. Yes. Again, they provided the room. Oh, great, excellent. Yes. Excellent, good to see you. Thank, Thank you very much. Fun us. 
Again, uh, uh, they've been fantastic in supporting this event, especially over the last couple of years, in supplying the room. They uh, pro uh, provide some uh, great delicious food and um, also, uh, as far as I understand, made a donation as well. So we really appreciate their support uh, as a, an amazing hotel here in the valley or in the town for our kids that go to school here. So thanks again. We'll take a quick photograph over here. Uh, foods available. Not sure if they will be making. Uh, they've provided some tasty dessert treats for the event, so we've appreciated that over the last couple of years. Uh, Walmart. We've got the staff members from Walmart. If you want to come up, please. So uh, I don't know if any of you have uh, experienced shopping a cop at Walmart, but it is chaotic. Absolutely chaotic. Uh, these staff members do a phenomenal job in accommodating over uh, 100 kids. Um, and with all the sort of purchasing and then it, it is just organized chaos. Somehow we all get through it, but we really want to thank the staff for uh, accommodating the chaos and, and making it a very smooth process from our perspective. And they have done it year on year. So this year we want to recommend them, uh, re uh, um, give them a certificate for that. So thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Jim Schoen uh, uh, normally drives a bus for us. Jim actually is out there driving the bus at the moment. Huh? He's driving right now. He's driving right now because uh, uh, they had uh, an issue. So uh, we will make sure we get this to Jim Schoen. Um, we'll pass it on to Eva. And then uh, finally, uh, Avon PD coordinator Patty Peterson, her volunteers, and she wrangles in most of her neighbors to come in. And I don't know how many, how many do we have roughly? 25. About 25 came in and helped wrap the presents at the event. So that was uh, fantastic. We will get this to her. So again, thank you to all of those uh, amazing people that make this a really fun event and a momentous event, especially for the children. And thank you, Council, for your support as well. Thank Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, it's, a, it's a great event. And I don't know why, but I always see the bus driving down West Beaver Creek Boulevard behind my house, wondering what is that bus doing there now? Um, so thank you for that. Our next item is a public hearing. This is item 5.3. This is the second reading of Ordinance 24-02, adopting amendments to Avon Comprehensive Plan to designate town properties for community housing use in the future land use map. Jenna, there you are. Thank you so much for having me back. Uh, this is indeed for our file number C. PA 23001. It is a comprehensive plan amendment pursuant to AMC. Um, <clears throat> just to recap, we're accomplishing several things with this amendment. We're increasing consistency with community housing language and goals between the Avon Comprehensive Plan, the Avon Community Housing Plan, and the Avon Municipal Code. We're adding the gateway element to our comp plan, which was absent. Um, recognizing the East Avon uh, Preserve property as a distinct district, because that's going to be very important to us. And it updates the future land use map in adding community housing as a land use goal. 
<coughs> excuse me. Um, since we've last met at first reading, um, I have updated the language for the future land use plan, including the addition of a footnote linking persons to the Avon Municipal Code definition of community housing. I have modified the colors slightly in the future land use map to make them more distinct and clear. Um, there's an addition of a new policy goal, E17. Uh, District 6 modifications have been made to language, the map, and map title um, of the insert for gateway. And then some additional language to District 12 with concern to visual impacts. This is all in reflection of the direction and the comments that uh, Town Council made at first reading. Here's our new map. Uh, the regional commercial was the one that was the one hard to see. So now it's very bright red and very distinct from the orange. I didn't overhaul the whole thing, but I did bring that uh, as a point of change. Um, I extended and made the gateway entrance to the District 6 map more prevalent, especially um, when you're looking at going westbound up the ramp and so forth, and then changed the title uh, accordingly to what the recommendations of council. And that's basically it without the language um, within the, the attachment that you found in your packets. <clears throat> A lot of it was minor, um, but very, very important. So we're very glad to get through that. And then there are some, um, staff does obviously recommend adoption of second reading of ordinance 24-02. And with that, I'll take any questions that you may have. Does anybody on council have any questions before we open the public hearing? Okay, we'll go ahead and open the public hearing. This is a public hearing for second reading of ordinance 2402. If there are any members of the public on Zoom that would like to make pub public comment, please raise your hand or press star nine and we will hear your comments. And if there's anyone in the room who would like to make public comments, please come to the podium at this time. <clears throat> Tim McMahon, uh, real quickly, community housing, does that equal like affordable year-round local housing or is that just for Town of Avon workers? Because I know it's Town of Avon property that's <coughs> changing over. So is it just for Town of Avon workers or is it gonna be the, like affordable year-round leases? If I can answer that. Yeah. <clears throat> so the way we use the term of uh, community housing uh, is defined as <clears throat> any housing subject to a deed restriction approved by council that okay. limits it to full-time residential use. But affordable so with local housing. Yeah, so it's not uh, only town employees. Okay. There's one project we're looking at on land that was dedicated to the town for government purposes, and we're looking at an apartment project that is limited only to government employees, and it may be primarily Avon employees, but right. we've had some conversations with But like with, that's deed restricted with others. That. Right. right. Um, and the others are really subject to once we get to the next steps of design, programming, financing, whether we're doing it or private developer, that's when we get into what we're targeting for a, a certain household like income. Or, what's, okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. And also our definition of community housing is countywide. Um, when, whenever we re refer to it as a county employee, an employee within the county. Um, are there any other public comments? Anyone on Zoom? Okay, do any members of the council have any comments, questions, critiques, discussion items? Um, I just wanted to thank Jenna for um, understanding my comments before and implementing them um, well, so thanks. Thank you. And I noticed one little 
word that escaped us. On goal E2, um, it still uses the term attainable housing instead of community housing. So if you can update that to our new term, that'd be awesome. Anyone else from council have any comments? Would anyone like to um, put forth a motion? I move to approve second reading of ordinance 24-02, adopting comprehensive plan amendments based on 7.16.030 comprehensive plan amendments and 7.16-.010 F1 general criteria for an application as presented and outlined in the staff report. Second. I have a motion and a second. All in favor? I, I do want to have uh, a slight conversation. She didn't add the word findings um, before in section. Um, do we need that necessarily? Based on the findings in section, she didn't add that word to her motion. I'm just curious if we need that and if it should be in the motion she made. <laughs> right. If you it can or cannot be. It's um, proposed. Um, I think it's recommended, but it won't change the you know, the ordinance will still be there. It'll still pass. Okay. Ruth, if you wanted to amend your motion, you could just do so but to add the word findings. You don't have to say the whole thing again, but then yeah, the Ruth, second would Ruth, you can say it now or you can say it on the witness stand. <laughs> <laughs> I, what? Based on the findings in section, because it's based on the findings within the, right? Based on the findings in section. 7.160. 7.16.010, correct? That's just to be added as it's proposed on the screen, correct? As it's proposed on the screen. <laughs> and, and I seconded it, so I second that. <laughs> and just making a note that it'll be with the amendment that Mayor Phillips indicated, correcting that word in E2. Okay. My last motion. <laughs> okay, so all in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Okay, that passes unanimously with the six present. Thank you very much, Jenna. This is great work, and we appreciate it. Our next item is a discussion of the appointments to boards and commissions. Um, again, we do this annually at the beginning of the year to review all of our commissions. Um, and I think Inika's going to take us through this. Good evening, Madam Mayor, members of council. Um, yes, thank you very much. So council typically reviews, discusses, and reapproves the board committee authority and other agency appointments at the beginning of the year. Um, and uh, before you this evening, there is the um, uh, overview as adopted on February of 2023, February last year. Um, and council can certainly um, make any adjustments or revisits. Um, a few things that have been updated since adoption in uh, February of 2023 is the addition of the Downtown Development Authority, um, which a council appointed and swore in members um, at the September 26th, uh, 2023 council meeting. So those are reflected on page two. Um, as well as before you is the um, appointment to the Ville Valley Art Guild Board of Directors um, to refresh uh, the public and council. In September, the Avon Town Council provided approval to enter into a rent support agreement with the Ville Valley Art Guild. 
um, and one of the um, uh, the agreement basically entails um, inviting and appointing two individuals to their board, um, proposing Danita Dempsey, Culture Arts and Special Events Manager, to take one of those two seats and looking for a member of council to take the other board seat. Um, those two open seats are reflected on page five. In addition, I wanted to make a point at two corrections, which is the Finance Committee and the Health and Rec Committee. The Finance Committee um, is set to expire um, on December 31st of 2024. Um, Council passed that resolution 22-02, um, which will be, um, sorry, resolution 22-14. Um, in addition, the Health and Rec Committee was resolution 2202 and is um, expired on January 31st of 2024. And you will see that um, on the February 27th agenda to either extend and or make that a permanent committee. In addition, um, there could be a discussion on um, proposing a new meeting time. They currently meet at 10, 10 a.m. But if council wishes, um, they could make that a time either at noon, make it a lunch meeting, or make that 5 or 5.30, if that um, makes it, um, is a better, more convenient time for council. Um, so I wanted to point out those two corrections to the citizens and committees, and then um, happy to open the discussion and answer any questions. So let's go ahead and take this from the top of the grid. Um, it looks like, yes. um, it looks like that we need to it doesn't look like we need to make any corrections or changes on the first page, correct? Correct, unless council wishes to make any changes after revisiting, but no. Um, does anyone on council want to make any changes to any of the meetings on the first item? Okay. Just a little, um, I hate to say bookkeeping, but um, Carl Hanlon's the rep for CML. Right. Sure yeah, which is technically page just, two, yeah, but yeah. So, um, so CML had been Carl in the past. Eric, do you have a recommendation for CML? I recommend Nina. <laughs> <laughs> we we talked about it at lunch, and I think um, her and her firm. Uh, of course, you know they represent a lot of municipal clients. I think they're the ideal. Um, uh, uh, appointee to be looking over legislation and bringing us bringing to our attention legislation that might impact us and I certainly would appreciate that of course. focus yeah we help out for all our clients and I'm currently actually the chair of the municipal um, attorney section for CML alrighty then that looks like that's an easy appointment to make um, do any council members have a concern with that um, our next one that uh, we want to talk about is the Downtown Development Authority. Well, no, yeah, the Downtown about Development Authority. Um, or do you want to talk about the case? No, case is already permanent, sorry. Yeah. I made that same mistake. Um, so with regard to the Downtown Development Authority, um, that is, I'm not sure why that's in red. Can you reiterate it's, for me? It's just an addition since the... Um, since this document was adopted, it's it's just a formality okay. that it was added. Yep. 
So, and we did formally uh, put Rich and Chico at their request on that committee, so that is good. Yep. Um, then we go down to um, the Vale Valley Art Guild. We're talking about, uh, uh, obviously we need to formally appoint Danita, though that seems certainly logical. And I think the request is to have a council member. Is there a council member that is interested in being on that board? Ruth, are you, you're overbooked? Okay, we were afraid you might say something like that. And, and, and did we talk with the case committee to see if there's anyone on case committee? We did try to um, gauge interest and no one expressed interest. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I, 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 I feel like we would be better off if we had someone appointed and from an artsy perspective, I'm not opposed to another staff person. Eric, do you have any thoughts? Um, forgive me, Ruth, but I'm gonna suggest uh, maybe if you were to appoint Ruth and appoint me as an alternate, I, I would like to attend the meetings and help them get, you know, help with organization how I can. And I've, I've had experience working with nonprofits in the past. Um, and I think it's helpful for me to understand how that group might evolve into what we're hoping for and how that fits in with grants. So I did want to attend meetings. Um, I'm thinking that after a year or two, it'll start to get a direction in life of its own. Um, but I, I do think, um, you know, participation by council member would be helpful. So if Ruth is open to it, it. when convenient. <laughs> it, Ruth, is there something else that we can take off of your no. plate? No, thank you. Oh, you, you need your mic on. No, but thank you. Okay. Do, are you up for adding it? Because sure. if you're not, okay. But you've got Eric as a backup. Huh? If I have a problem, I'll call Eric. Perfect. That's fine. So that Thank sounds you. like we'll have the second board member be um, Ruth with a Eric backup. And then, Madam Mayor, if I may, on page four, we have the Health and Rec Committee, which we'll certainly um, bring back and have more discussion on February 27th. But we do have um, Councillor Andre on that first seat, and we do have an open seat. You, yes, and it, yeah, as we discussed, I'll. I am going to volunteer to be on that as an alternate, or actually we can have both of us in attendance. Um, and part of my reason for doing that is that um, I think that planning for our parks is gonna be one of the most important things we do for the next five years. And that way I can perhaps stay on that committee as a member at large when I'm termed off of this dais. Um, so if you can make that switch, is everyone okay with that? You'd be ex officio number two. I'll be okay. ex officio number two. Okay, and um, what's behind the request to change the meeting times? Because I, my understanding is that that works, that midday meeting works for uh, Michael who runs the committee and also the citizens that serve on the committee, but um, is, um, it was just, uh, there was a committee discussion to see if, if another time is more preferable for any of them. I think they all, in, all 
Current members indicated that if the meeting times would be changed to noon, it would work well for them and make it a lunch meeting. So, okay. so they would like it to be a lunch meeting. Would you like it to be a lunch meeting? Yeah, good evening, Madam Mayor and Town Council. Thanks for having me. So um, the discussion came up basically trying to, uh, what would be more attractive to recruit more members and what would be more convenient? Because we, I think in our last two year stint, we started with seven or eight members and then we had a few drop off not necessarily because of the time, but there did seem to be some struggle with that regard. So uh, a noon, I think a lunchtime hour for those who are working, I think would align with case committee and other opportunities. And then we even threw out uh, offering an evening option to try to attract more users of the recreation center to potentially want to participate in the committee. Uh, those that are utilizing the facility at different times of the day, different programs, services um, that can have a best representation of Avon. So your preference would be to go ahead and move it to a lunchtime meeting yeah. that, that the existing members that have stuck with it are happy with that? Correct. When I took a soft poll at the last meeting, they said that uh, everyone would stay on the committee at that point in time. Uh, a noon meeting would still work for them. Okay, so yeah. if we can go ahead and make that move. And then what what so, day of the month is it? So it's the third Tuesday uh, of every other month. The third Tuesday of every other month, okay. Yeah. So we'll probably pick back up meetings in April by the time we uh, extend or make permanent the committee and then um, and recruit new members after that point. And when you recruit new members, do you do that by signage at the front desk of the rec center? Yep, signage, press release, social media posts, and we'll reach out directly to some of our uh, our own constituents that use the facility a good amount. Okay, that sounds good. Could we talk about a little bit more about um, whether to make the committee permanent or not? Because I remember when, when we made case, um, and Mr. Town Manager, I'll look to you, um, there are some, I don't know, don't want to call them ramifications because that sounds negative, but there, there are some issues within our charter or something with respect to committees that are permanent versus ad hoc. Is that right? Or what? There, there's some language in the charter about that. I don't think it's, it, uh, I'd have to take a look at it. I don't think it, it's restrictive, but I, I do think it's, you know, we'll bring that option back in the thoughts of okay. uh, whether to extend or designate them as a permanent committee. Okay, so we'll see more fulsome we'll discussion of that, okay, of whether we should do that or not. Okay, good, thanks Michael. And will we see that at our next meeting or do, um, do we Correct. know? that's on the February 27th agenda. On the February 27th agenda, excellent. And then we're gonna talk about finance, okay. Sounds um, good, thanks. So then, can I just recap the appointments mm -hmm. or the changes we made? So on page one, no changes. On page two, we're assigning Town Attorney Nina Williams to CML. Um, on page four, um, we're gonna assign Amy Phillips as the ex officio number two seat. And then on page five, we're gonna assign Danita Dempsey to the first seat and Ruth Stanley to the second seat with Eric as an alternate. Correct, which leaves us with, where is our finance committee? Right here. Page three. Page three. I have my green light on. You have your green light on? Green well, you're over on the money. short side of the, 
of the exactly. of the dais. Yeah. Would you like to talk about finance committee, please? Um, I guess I'd like to. I have more questions in talking about it. Um, how the finance committee and the downtown development authority committee may or may not overlap. Um, I wasn't aware of the expiration of the finance committee. Um, I'm just curious if those roles should be, each of those committees do, should be refined a little bit, you know, even to, as broadly as do we want to continue the finance committee. Maybe that's something you guys, we could talk about at the February 27th meeting or some other time in the future, Eric, if you guys want to maybe do some, put some thought into that or maybe so our, out some our on that. plan was to contact all the finance committee members let them know what we've been working on um, ask what interest they may have uh, if they want to continue and then bring that information back and I can't really say right now I think there's I think the finance side is um, limited and but there might be some areas that they or council might have interest in digging into but uh, it's been it has been admittedly dormant for a while now yeah and i wasn't really looking for answers more just ask questions and we yeah. can ponder that with just like you're doing and come back with some thoughts later on thanks i'll just add um because i remember when we added um the ad hoc committee finance committee it was when um we had been without a tan manager for quite a while um there was some i feel like i was on council at the time but there was some feeling within the community of questions about whether there was really um, as much transparency as we wanted and you know just how some things happen when you don't have a captain of the ship which we didn't now we do um, you know the budgets are uploaded to the website um, there's a full explanation of what the real estate transfer tax is all the sort of things that might have fallen through the cracks um, you know more than we would want them to so um, I was a proponent for having a finance committee and forming a finance committee in about 2019, um, as I recall. And uh, I'm not saying that it's not needed now, but I think we're in a much different place um, than we were back then. So. Thank, thank you for jogging my memory. I, I, early in 2019, I recall um, myself applying for the town manager job and in that uh, application materials had suggested some citizen committees, um, both health and rec and finance, and um, and we recognized at that time there was some degree of citizen um, skepticism about how we spent money and and the transparency, as well as some questions about the real estate transfer tax, and, um, and we did form that committee, and then we hired EPS to do a fiscal analysis, and the EPS updated that fiscal analysis three years later. We did a very elaborate. Um, uh, data collection of the real estate transfer tax to explain that to the public as well as um, look comprehensively at all of our finances. And, and I think we did uh, accomplish a lot of what that group was uh, tasked to do initially. Okay, so we'll follow up with the finance committee also at the February 27th meeting, correct? No. No? Well, we can. Uh, that agenda is rather packed already, but it, we can certainly. Let us, let us take a look at it and figure out how okay. we'll, and we'll contact them and we'll, it, we'll bring it, it back either that date or soon. Or, okay, so it's not of immediate need anyway, the decision, uh, discussion. Okay. Um, one other question was whether we wanted to um, formally appoint Eric as the town representative to the Eagle County Housing Development Authority Advisory Committee, which is a Eagle County um, committee. 
and I don't know that we have historically done that, but um, should we add that to the list? And so would we just, or is that just, would that just fit under the job description as the town manager goes to that? Um, so I do, okay. I do think it requires council action. Okay. And just for the background, our uh, representative had been Mr. Jimenez. He recently resigned. Um, I've been aware of the group. I haven't really followed the group or joined that group, but I did go on Monday because they asked for me to attend and provide an update on um, the state land board annexation as well as the, the um, housing needs assessment action plan that we're working on. Um, so uh, I do think there's value that they only meet once a quarter. They only meet for about an hour, um, but it's a group of leaders that is kind of the cast of usual suspects that we see in a lot of other areas. And so I think for the purposes of sharing information, um, I learned a lot going to that meeting and I was able to share a lot that they were interested of what Avon's doing. So I think there's some efficiency if I were to do that. It's a county um, appointed advisory committee and the resolution that creates it says that each jurisdiction nominates um, someone to be the representative of that jurisdiction. So I think all you would need, if you wanted to do a motion to approve all the appointments plus uh, nominating me to serve on that committee, then I think that would suffice. Okay, does anybody have any questions on that or any other items on the committee's report? May I have a motion to approve the committee's report and also to nominate Mr. Heil? So moved. Second? Second. We've got a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? That passes with the six of us present. And Inika, you have all the details, right? I do, thank you, Madam Mayor. Thank you for that. Um, with that, our next item is another work session. This is council direction regarding letters of support. And um, Inika, are you kicking this off or is Mr. Heil? I'd be happy to. <laughs> Thank um, you. So next on the agenda is a, um, a general request for council direction regarding letters of support. So. Um, this all sort of started back in March of 2023 when council discussed a request um, to consider signing onto a support letter for a BLM Bureau of Land Management letter initiated by the Mountain Pact, um, at which point one councillor was absent and there was sort of a discussion of um, agreeing, um, agreeing to sign it as the body of council or signing individually um, and a direction and consensus on how to handle um, these requests, which you seem to receive quite often um, to either provide a letter of support or to sign on to letters that are already written. Um, so this is before council to see if we can get a general direction until the end of the year. Uh, typically these requests are quite time sensitive and cannot wait until the next meeting. Um, they're often in line with town's work that we're already working on, general work vision or values. Um, a simple process for uh, would be more efficient and um, council could discuss and consider when it's appropriate to sign it as a council versus council member signing individually. The recommendation is um, that the mayor town manager and or attorney and or mayor pro tem could review requests and then either decide to add them on the agenda or feel that they're in line and 
um, have them signed by either Mayor Phillips or the town manager. Um, so happy to open a discussion and answer any questions. So this is a discussion, this is council decision. Um, Chico, Rich, do either of you have any thoughts um, with regard to direction on this? Um, I guess I have more questions than direction right now. Do we know how many requests the council received to sign last year? And how many of those, what kind of time frame? I mean, how many of those were less than two weeks? So that's, that's, the, that's a little bit of the dilemma. Um, from third party entities that we don't work with regularly, it's, it's not that often. Um, but it's really a, <clears throat> a mix of all sorts of, of different angles. So we gave you some examples. Mm -hmm. um, Mountain Pack, I think, is the type of one that probably comes to council. Uh, and, it, and some of the issues they brought up are issues that are not ones that we have talked about or directly working on. I would say in the other end of the spectrum, we are a member of uh, the Water Authority, Eagle River, Eagle River upper Regional Eagle. Upper, yeah, I still, I don't know, I still struggle with that. Anyway, remember the Water Authority, and we know that Bolts Lake is important. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. We know that's a huge project that needs to happen. And uh, Tamara and I have been briefed on some of the details. One of the details is they need to do a little bit of work that's just inside the wilderness, and uh, it requires the proverbial act of Congress. And so, Siri gets asked to come out and testify to Congress mm -hmm. and needs a letter of support from the town of Avon within 24 hours. So we just do it, and, uh, and I put my name on it. Um, now, they also would like a resolution, and we do have the time, so that's going to come on the February 27th meeting. Um, so there's, it was hard for us to look at the range of requests that we get and come up with a rule that we thought would give us the right answer in every circumstance. So the suggestion is that um, when they come up, we just mayor, mayor pro tem, manager and attorney, uh, we just circle what the request is and decide if it's something that fits within what a policy that council's already provided direction on and is time sensitive, or if it's something new that really needs to be brought to council as a whole for consideration. Yeah, so my general thoughts right now, and I reserve the right to change my mind shortly, is that if it is something, right, we're familiar with, something council's given some sort of direction, there seems to be an appetite for. With the current town manager, I would be comfortable with some general guidelines around that. Right, but if it's something like the mountain pack, that just seemed totally out of left field for me, and it referenced other documents, and there's no way Personally, I could ever get behind something like that without research and under, really and truly understanding what's going on. You know, water is so critically important. If Siri needs our help right away, Eagle River water does, we need to, you know, give that, provide that support. But, but I think a strict black and white guideline is going to be kind of tough to come up with, too, right? So, well, and I think that's my general thoughts right now in a jumbled mess. Well, and I also think, um, Eric, the request that I thought you got yesterday with regard to a letter of support for the town of Eagle for a grant application. Um, so they're, they're just asking for basically everyone who is involved in 
our region to send to write a letter of support. We've got it on the agenda for the transit authority um, because we were asked, the transit authority was asked last week and then I think you got asked Monday, right? We got asked Monday and that's a good example of something new. I think there's merit to considering that and you know helping out our neighbors, but that, I, that to me is something appropriate that goes on a council agenda. And right now we're putting that on the council agenda for the 27th, their deadline is the 28th. And so it'll be tight, but uh, because that's something new, we thought that that was appropriate. Uh, so maybe just to elaborate and give a couple more examples, um, we are in the legislative session. There's bills that have been introduced. They go fast and furious, um, and it really doesn't fit with the council meeting every week cycle. Um, we've talked about some of those bills, and so uh, the intent is that we'll proceed with submitting letters of comment letters on some of those bills. Some of them will be to change language. Some of them might be in support or opposition to bills. Um, we'll keep council briefed on that, but I think that's something that doesn't fit in that, um, that council schedule. So Rich, I, I completely agree with your sentiment. It's, you know, a little worrisome. Our current town manager, I have faith in him. Previous town managers we've all experienced in one way or another would not have trusted this exact scenario. But I think when it comes to our town manager and our mayor, who understands our opinions typically, and the town manager who understands our, our goals and policies, I could get behind this. I think I would need to see it in an email immediately after it's signed, um, just so we, we are immediately aware, and if it's in a staff report, um, so that the community knows what we're getting behind as a town as well. So for me, those would be my two suggestions that we do and and um making sure that, that that if there is a town manager changeover hope to god there never will be for you know for forever um that <laughs> hey, um, yeah. hope, hope to god it's not forever <laughs> <laughs> um so just in case when there is a changeover that this be readdressed at that time with that council uh and i do think that it's uh you know having the kind of the small circle uh, it helps, it, it provides a check and balance, so. And I actually love your suggestion of making sure that we document the ones we do so that next year when we're asking about how many, well, I won't be here, but next year when the question is asked, well, how many times did we bring it to council and how many did we do that we actually have a track record of that, I think would be very helpful. I think that's a great idea. Thank you, Lindsay, for that. Um, Ruthie, did you have any thoughts on this? You, you agree with Lindsay without your microphone? Yeah, you need to put that on the microphone. I agree with Lindsay. Thank Very you. good. Tamara, do you have any additional thoughts? Um, no, not really. I, um, I guess my hope would be that people who are asking for our support um, are mindful that we have these long time frames. We have these two week gaps. And so, you know, if they're, if they're professionals and they've, done their homework they would give it to us like the upper eagle regional water authority is which is with plenty of time to get it on the agenda to consider it in full and get behind it instead of you know kind of the rush 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 so that's different than testifying at a hearing of the natural resources committee in washington dc but um yeah so that's my thought okay so I, 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 go ahead yeah please I, you forgot me that's okay Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was first with him, but. Go ahead. Thanks. 
I guess. Uh, I have nothing, I guess. Thanks. Okay. Um, did you have some thoughts? I I, we, when I get forgotten, I get upset. When, I, when, I, when I'm forgotten, I clearly get upset. Thank oh, you. Okay. Because, well, you called on me. You called on Rich and I, Rich and Chico. Do you have anything to say? And then it moved on, and I was forgotten. Just to point that out. Okay. I'm not making it up. Okay. And I'll just skip me. So did you have any thoughts? No, no thoughts. No thoughts. Okay. Um, so do we have enough direction, Eric, or do we need something formal? I, I, I think that's um, sufficient direction. And we'll, as we do comment letters on behalf of the town, if it's not part of council, then we'll um, bring, we'll put that, forward that to council or put it in a written report for the next council meeting packet. Yeah, and I do think Lindsay's point about um, making sure we document it and advise the rest of the council. And I, I really like the idea of a written report at the next available packet. I think would be a really terrific, terrific way to do that. Um, so we, and, and also if we, yeah, just so we can have a better handle a year from now as to what, what, what work level this actually is, um, is creating. Okay, so we are now up to the resolution approving expenditures from Community Enhancement Fund. Yeah, good evening again, Madam Mayor, members of council. You're very busy today. Um, bringing you resolution 24-03, which is approving expenditures out of the Community Enhancement Fund. Um, a resolution is presented to formally approve expenditure of $20,000 out of that fund um, to pay for the 2024 Net Zero Building Expo as required by the town's franchise agreement with Holy Cross Energy. Um, I have been in contact with members of Holy Cross and they have expressed approval of the expenditures and are excited for the event, which we are currently in the middle of planning. Um, it will take place on April 8th at the Westin. Um, this is our second um, event. We had one in the, at the end of 2022, which was a great success. So we're planning another one just um, at, towards the end of ski season. Um, and staff recommends council approval of resolution 2403. Okay, thank you for that. Does any members of the council have any questions regarding regarding this resolution. I've got a little question. Um, in the memo, we talk about approving $20,000. In the motion, and I may have missed this, I, I don't see the $20,000 reiterated in the motion, and I didn't see it in the resolution either. Is that important that we kind of clarify the dollar amount, or did I miss something? So, yeah, that is a little confusing, but the resolution has that um, exhibit A um, and at the attachment, which is really um, sort of a history of the, the fund itself. And so if you look at the l last page, you'll see that um, 20,000 budgeted. So we currently have $468,877 in the fund. And that's if, attachment B, though, right? Right. Yeah, and that belongs to that resolution. So I know it's not really in the motion, but 
the resolution comes sort of with the attachment. So it's a little confusing, but this we is need how. Can you update the resolution then to include exhibit B? Because I didn't see that in the resolution either. Did I miss that? I may have missed it, you guys. I see the section one, the Avon approves utilizing the Holy Cross Enhancements Funds as shown in exhibit A here too. And I went to exhibit A and I didn't see the $20,000 amount. Mm -hmm. Am I just picking nits here and we can just move on or? The resolution doesn't reference exhibit B, so maybe it could do that. Just quickly looking at it. Does section one need to, instead of referencing exhibit A, actually exhibit B, which is the budget? See a head shaking. Yeah. Is that a yes or you're thinking? Yes, but I'm also asking Inika because she has more um, substantive knowledge of this. We just know. reference exhibit A and attachment B. Sure. That's even better. Update section so one. I think you could consider a motion to approve the resolution with a revision that it include reference to exhibit attachment B. Okay. Okay. Gosh, if I'm talking, I, I guess I know where that's going to lead. Well, well, we. Uh, I do want to make sure that there aren't any members of the public that want to have any input on this. Um, if you are on Zoom, and would like to speak with regard to this item, that would be terrific. Um, or if you're in the room and would like to speak with regard to the uh, expenditure from the enhancement fund in order to help fund our second uh, energy. I'm sorry, what, what is it? Zero. Net zero, thank you. Net zero building conference. Um, any members of the public interested in having input? In the meantime, can someone give a quick breakdown of what that event is as like a, a moment for promotional of it? Sure, and we will be, we'll be giving bigger promotions very soon on that. Uh, but that's scheduled for Monday, April 8th. Mm -hmm. And uh, that will be in the afternoon at the West End. That's a, um, we did that a year and a half ago. This will be the second annual one. We're moving it to the spring because we think that'll be a better time for contractors. It's really intended to focus on contractors and builders as the primary audience and to help them understand emerging technologies with construction and equipment related to um, all electric uh, construction and then the uh, net zero high energy efficiency, net zero um, construction with greenhouse gases. And so that involves a number of vendors that will have booths that can display equipment or services, as well as um, three panels of speakers um, that will talk about uh, projects. What we're trying to focus on this year is private developers who have done actual projects and have data and results of what those utility costs are with all electric construction. Um, so. You know, trying to show examples of what it costs up front, what it costs for O&M and utilities uh, for all electric. And for the public who might be curious, um, how many people attended at the last one? Do you know, roughly? Inika, do you remember? Uh, we had a goal of 100, and we had a little, little less than that, but we got pretty close. Awesome. This year is going to be a sellout. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. So we're not seeing any members of the public. Um, do any other council members have any items of discussion on this topic? Seeing none, would somebody like to offer a motion? And please be sure to clarify the inclusion of attachment B. 
Well, since I was the one that brought it up, I guess I get to face the chore. Um, I move to approve resolution 24-03, a resolution approving the expenditure of community enhancement funds from Holy Cross Energy as provided for an Article 11 Town of Avon Ordinance 01-01 Series 2001 with the addition to resolution 24-03 in section one that the first sentence reads after um, the town of the Avon Town Council approves utilizing the Holy Cross enhancement funds as shown in Exhibit A and Attachment B attached hereto. Great job. Second. We have a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? That passes unanimously with the six present. With that, we will go on to the notice of award for Upper Buck Creek Road Asphalt Overlay Project. There he is, Mr. Horsley. Th this, this is my favorite. Oh, press the button and get the green light to go on. Do you see it in the middle? There you go. And this is my favorite topic of the night. Awesome. <clears throat> Good evening, Madam Mayor, Town Council, I present for your consideration, the notice of award for the Upper Buck Creek Road Asphalt Overlay Project. So the project is about a mile. Jim, road. if you could stay close to the microphone so the people at home and- I'm a neophyte. I know, I know, it's okay. <laughs> um, we're, we're happy you're here. Thank you. Um, it's an approximate mile of roadway between the upper bridge and the Wildwood Road intersection. Um, this section was last paved in 2002, so it's been quite some time. Um, it's essentially a maintenance project uh, with mill and overlay, some repair work. Um, so we bid this project out in January and received four bids this time. Um, we received a bid from 360 Paving at 805601 GM Asphalt Repair with a bid very close at 805133 Grand River Construction with a bid of 649-466 and United Companies at 697-959. <clears throat> so we've completed projects with three of the four contractors, but we have not worked with Grand River Construction. Um, I spoke with their references for some recently completed projects, um, county engineer from Pickin County, um, town engineer from city of Glenwood Springs, and their feedback was all positive. So um, we're comfortable with it, and we recommend notice of award for the Upper Buck Creek Road Asphalt Overlay Project to the low bidder, Grand River Construction Company. Recording in progress. Yeah, it looks like we have some Wi-Fi connectivity issues. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so is our Wi-Fi coming and going? Yes, but I'm not sure if it's affecting High Five Media. Jonathan? Jonathan? We are live on TV and recording, so we're good. Okay, I'll, I'll excellent. I'll test Zoom as we go. Okay, thank you. So we recommend award to Grand River Construction Company in the amount of 649466. Thank you very much for that. Um, do any members of the council have any questions for Jim? I do. Good. Did you want to go? You? Okay, a couple questions, Jim. Um, yep. We didn't see the bid documents or a breakdown. Thank you for not sharing that with us, seriously. Um, that gets to be, I know, a lot of work. But it seems like there, you know, there's a couple bids that are in the 800,000 range, and then there's a seems like a pretty significant drop. Did you have any feel for why those bids are so much lower and why Grand River is the lowest? Was there certain items that they were lower on? Was it everything? So Grand River Construction Company also has their own asphalt plant, like okay. United does in this valley. Um, they have a plant in just south of Glenwood Springs. So they control that pricing um, for their operations. United companies in this valley sells asphalt to the other two contractors. Okay. So okay. the 360 Civil and GM Asphalt. So there's a little bit of markup. Um, sure. For those guys. So makes sense. They were within 50,000 of United companies, and I just think they had a window and really wanted the work. So. Um, the other question is, can you talk a little bit about the traffic impacts of this four week? Is it always going to be, will there always at least be one lane? Will the yep. road be closed so in general? How is that going to work? We have closed Buck Creek Road um, in the past, but they have not asked for that. In the contract documents, we stated that they had to keep a lane open at all times. So um, okay. we see traffic control with flaggers. Uh, okay, when one lane will always be open. Yep. Okay. That's my, those are my questions. Thanks, Jim. Yep. Okay, any other questions from anyone? Um, Tamara? I, I, um, I just wanted to celebrate that we got four bids, which is <laughs> fantastic, rare. right? And um, way under budget from what was estimated when we first saw this in the um, CIP last fall. So that's really exciting. So, Yeah, this hooray. is one of the first times we've seen bid prices actually go down. Um, like 15% over the previous year. Um, so that's rare for sure. Yeah, that's great. Um, and I'll just read from your memo since uh, we're on TV and we talked about the work, but um, your construction schedule was written as the proposed work is scheduled to begin in early May of 2024 and an approximate three to four week construction period is anticipated. That's and correct. To be completed by um, June 30th at the latest. At the latest. Yeah. We think it's gonna take about four weeks and we're shooting for mid-May. Thank you for that. Um, this, uh, are there any members of the public that would like to make comments on this, uh, either on Zoom or in the room? If so, please raise your hand on Zoom or dial star nine or come to the podium if you have any questions or thoughts with regard to this topic. Seeing none, council members, would anyone like to make a motion to approve? 
I move to authorize issuance of noticeable ward for the Upper Buck Creek Road Asphalt Overlay Project contract to Grand River Construction Company in the amount of $649,466 as approved in the Town of Avon 2024 Capital Projects Fund. Second. We have a motion and a second. And uh, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? That passes unanimously and hopefully the worm has turned and we will continue to see multiple bids and good pricing. Thank you very much for your work on this, Jim. Thank you. With that, we are up to item number 6.1, which is approval of the minutes. Does anyone have any changes or a motion to the minutes? I move to approve the Avon regular meeting minutes from Tuesday, January, January 23rd, 2024. Second. We have a motion and second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? That passes unanimously with the six members present. Um, item seven is our written reports. There were no requests to pull any out. Um, so with that, we are to mayor and council comments and meeting updates. Yes, please. Go ahead. Um, I'd just like to ask Eric kindly, um, are we fully staffed with snowplow drivers and that type of thing right now? We are two positions down Okay. <coughs> at the moment. Um, with, with that being said, our little cul-de-sac area in Wildridge has been significantly ignored all winter, and I suggest that we sub that area out. Um, I plowed it once with my four-wheeler mm -hmm. just to get a foot and a half of the snow out of the road. Um, for a two-day period, we weren't plowed out. And this last storm, it was, ne it was totally ignored. Um, the ruts were left in the road, and I should call in, but I don't want to be the guy calling in every single time, right, to dispatch saying, hey, we need a snow plow. Um, if you go up there now, you'll find four to eight inches of ice encapsulated on top of the road with ruts from the previous storm. You'll also find uh, Lake Wildridge where the water's collected probably uh, an eight by eight pool of water because it's thawing right now and uh, just needs attention. So uh, it's kind of the second or third winter that we've been ignored for snow plowing. Um, and my neighbors clearly think I should say something. So here I am saying something. Um, I kind of think it's sporting, but not everybody thinks it's sporting driving through ruts and rivers and stuff. So if we could pay attention to that, because I think we are um, part of the tax paying network here in town. Uh, with that being said, I would also propose that we have a manager come once a month and do a drive through of Wildridge, um, any type of town manager, because I think it's potentially ignored up there um, and we need to pay a little bit more attention to detail um, as we are in town um, because I just think that that potentially things like that would have been caught right they would have said hey get a bucket loader up here or get a snow plow out and plow it out please and thank you got it okay do any other council members have anything to um to bring up under council comments. The com 
uh, Eagle County Leaders Community Ski and Ride Day at Beaver Creek is scheduled for this Friday, February 16th. Uh, the meeting place is at, is at Centennial Express of Beaver Creek at 10 a.m. You do need your own pass or lift ticket. Um, there is an optional lunch at noon at the Dusty Boot, and you can ski and ride with county commissioners, um, local councilors, uh, managers, etc. And so that is um, any council members that want to partake in that, they certainly are welcome to. Also, the mayor manager meeting will be here in town hall immediately following that, which uh, will start at 2 p.m. Um, I have also one, one thing to note, and that is that tomorrow is the uh, monthly meeting for the Eagle Valley Transit Authority. We will be meeting here starting at noon tomorrow. Um, if anyone uh, is interested, the packet is posted on the Transit Authority website. And if any of the council members want to take a look at anything and give me their input on anything, that would be great. Um, we really are, are uh, the agenda is pretty much just moving through, getting through this winter and teeing things up um, so that this summer we will be able to continue on our expansion of routes. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but Eric, is it 30% ridership increase? Do you remember from me? I know you read the packet. <laughs> That, that sounds about right, but I don't yeah. remember the exact. So, so the ridership for, the, for all routes collectively is up about 30% over last year. And so that's a combination of increased um, availability. Uh, we've been using shadow buses, so we haven't been leaving people at, um, it, well, the worst one was when people kept getting left at Veil when at bar time because that just is not very useful. Um, so we haven't had those problems this year, uh, and we have had. We we have no idea how percentage wise how much more the free a Avon Beaver Creek. Um, Veil shuttle is using now that it's free, but it is huge. Um, and it's just hard to quantify because le because now we're operating it separately with a with a different style of counting people, um, so we it's hard to crunch the numbers and get it. But um, it has been significantly helping get people up to the mountain, and I think it helps people in Avon be able to get to Avon Station and not just wait for an already packed skier shuttle, but they also have another option. Um, so I, I think our residents have been really benefiting from that. With that, I think Madam that- Madam Mayor, can I make yep, one comment? Yep, go ahead. Um, I just wanted to remind the public that our next meeting on February 27 will be an all virtual meeting um, because um, Avon Council Chambers will be hosting the 2024 presidential primary election. Um, so this space will not be available and will be uh, set up for that use. Um, with Regina O'Brien and her team for the um, election days March 5th and that week leading up to it starting on Monday February 26th through that Friday um, this will be open as a voting center from 8 to 5 um, with that election on the 5th but that is the reason why we will have an all virtual meeting on Tuesday February 27th. Thank you very much for that. Um, our next item 
is uh, an executive session and um, just for the general public, we will be going into executive session. We will be con reconvening upstairs in the Holy Cross room for the executive session so that um, High Five can break down and others can break down. And we will not uh, reconvene into a public meeting or make any decisions in the um, executive session. So with that, um, would someone like to make the motion to go into executive session or should I do that? Move, I move to, um, for the council to move into executive session in the Holy Cross room for the purpose of determining positions relative to matters that may be subject to negotiations, developing strategy for negotiations and or instructing negotiators under CRS 246402E regarding a potential concert opportunity in the town of Avon. Second. We have a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? 